Are you like sitting correctly in your chair with your butt placed all the way back against it and your arms at the right angle? No, you get interested. You go, huh? Mm-hmm. And your neck is like, and your shoulders are like, and that's how you spend the time. You could be in a $2,000 chair and if you're like this, it's not helping you. All right, Breaker One Nighter on Interwebs, get your ears on for the GMB show. Or the next 20 minutes plus or minus, we're going to be talking about how to get stronger and how to be healthier for the things that matter to you without banging your head against the wall with things that suck. Uh, my name is Andy. Here's Ryan, head coach, all-around badass. And uh, you ready to uh, drop the hammer? Hit it. Hit all it. right, all right. Uh so today we're going to be talking about um, something that actually a lot of people have asked us. You know, we put out all these resources and videos and stuff, and we get a lot of comments that say, "Oh, well, that's easy to say, but you know, I don't, I don't have ideal circumstances. I, I work in an office all day. You know, I sit at a desk. I don't get to just, you know, stretch out. I can't like get down on the floor between cubicles and like, you know, do a handstand or whatever." So how do I how do I stay healthy and how do I keep a good range of emotion and keep from having aches and pains and stuff even though I have to spend you know I have no choice I have to spend some time sitting down uh, you know and that's not uncommon in mm-hmm. fact it's kind of presupposed in our programs too that you're going to be spending a lot of your day in uh, you know less than ideal circumstances right. but anyway that's what we're going to be talking about mainly today uh, first though. Uh, you want to answer some questions, Ryan? Sure, let's do it. All right. Um, one of the first ones is that uh, we actually get this one a lot too, and we haven't made any kind of resources on it, but uh, people keep asking us all the time, uh, how about the human flag? How can I train for that? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we can't give a full tutorial here, uh, but yeah, what about the flag? Yeah, the flag. That's interesting. I actually did a demo of that last year when I was in Melbourne uh, mm-hmm. teaching at the seminar. Um, I showed first off of me wrapping the arm. So I guess you call it a baby flag. I don't know what you call the it. Clutch flag, the clutch flag. clutch flag. Thank you. Uh. There you go. And so the clutch flag. And then I showed uh, from the side here. So instead of – I don't know if you can really see me too much. But instead of locking both arms out – the variation of the clutch where you bring your elbow in to your side and and work from there and so yeah you know there's a couple couple things with uh the flag um and one of the main things is actually getting up into it so not necessarily just holding it but actually being able to get your legs up to uh perform it so um it's that jump, you know, jumping up and then trying to hold. So I would actually work from the top down instead of just trying to jump right into it. But start off with your with your clutch flag and then go into uh, having your elbow and your side uh, while holding onto the pole. Just make sure your hands uh, are in the opposite directions. And then you can also switch them around later once you get it. But um, mm-hmm. focusing on that and making sure that you get some core strength built up that way. Uh, before you start trying to do the full extension for the flag, there's so many different ways that we could we could teach it. Yeah. But uh, this is a cool move, and 
Yeah, I do it sometimes. I actually learned this from my dad, which is interesting. <coughs> uh, when I was really young, I remember he used to do it all the time. And so he taught me the clutch flag. And then uh, eventually just ended up doing the, the full flag with my dad, which is kind of – I don't think he could do it anymore. But uh, it was kind of cool that he's the one who taught me how to do that. It's very neat. And, uh, you know, like we said, we don't have any tutorials on that. It's not in any of our programs. The flag is really one of those things that it's more of a demonstration yeah. than a training move. Yeah. I mean, it's not that training for it won't make you strong, but it's not something that we really consider an exercise. So it's not in any of our programs. But uh, one guy that does have, I think, two or three really good tutorials is Al. Al, Al yeah, Al I was going to say that too. Yeah. Check out his channel on YouTube. We'll link to those tutorials in the, the blog post that goes with this episode. But Al uh, it has an excellent flag. He does it off of everything he can find, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of one of his little signature moves. So he's got some tutorials. So if you want more on that, then check that out too. Yeah, that's a good uh, – you know, I – I haven't done one in a long while. I think I might have to go and, and do try and see if I can still do one today. So yeah. yeah, just in general though, what would you think would be kind of like when when could somebody consider training for flag? Like, what would they need to like basically have before? I would say definitely be able to do. Um, even though it's a little bit different, but I would definitely have uh, be able to perform a tuck up to an inverted hang if you're working on the rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for that core strength and then also be able to do that with straight arms because you're going to have to lock your arms out uh, when yeah. you're doing the human flag. But just building up to it and I would at least start off with being able to do a um, on the ring straight arm uh, pull to inverted hang. Cool. So, yeah, that's what I would do. All right, great. So let's talk about people that have to spend time sitting down because – You know, there's a lot of people teaching things out there and, you know, there's been this whole thing the past few months like science tells you that sitting kills you. Well, it's not actually sitting, but, you you know, the amount of time you spend sitting down correlates with low activity overall, which correlates with mortality. Uh, And there's this whole hysteria about, oh, sitting is going to kill you. Well, you know, but... A lot of us, uh, you know, we sit down. And so people tell us all the time, hey, you guys, you know, I, you know, I don't have the freedom you guys do. I have to sit down in a chair at a computer and work all day. And I don't know if any of you guys have noticed this, but we're creating uh, videos and things on the Internet. And that requires us to be sitting down at computers. We sit down a lot. A lot, Yeah. So, yeah, everyone at GMB, a big part of our day is sitting down in front of a computer. And no, it's not ideal, but in order to, you know, create the things we create and put them in front of you, you know, we have to spend a lot of time at computers too. So uh, what I'm trying to say is we can totally empathize. Yeah, except for <laughs> me because all I do is work out all day long. I do That's all Ryan else. does. I just – I wake up. I work out. I take a nap. I work out and then I eat and that's it. Now, of course I'm kidding. But, yeah, we spend so much time in front of the computer. And so it's, you know, sure, you see me performing skills and doing all this other jazz. But, no, a big part of the day is answering questions in front of the computer. How how long each day would you say you spend answering emails? Oh, my goodness. Well, not just emails but, like, being on the forum and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on there quite a while. 
And so, yeah. in fact, I could tell you pretty much exactly because the time is set. Is so I'll spend the first thing in the morning is I'll spend an hour going over things that need to go be done and work on things, and then I'll of course do my workout. And then the afternoon is pretty much pretty much from twelve noon to about four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just depending on the day. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I mean, it's editing videos, it's writing. Yeah, exactly. It's all, so whatever, you know, all you know, the things. You know, you chat know. or uh, podcasts like we're doing now, shows, yep. you know, things like that. Yep. So you, okay, I'm so- sure a lot more, but yeah, it's just got to be done. It's got to yep. be done. So what can we do? What can we do yep. if we're working in an office and, you know, we want to get healthy? Yeah. And I think the biggest way to look at it is not that, okay, here's the ideal standard I should compare myself against because, you know, it's total bullshit. Uh, Ideal standards, really, they don't mean anything to anyone. And nobody lives that way unless unless that's pretty much all you do, right? And there are a few people like that, but the thing is you can't compare yourself to somebody's routine like that because you – you know, you don't have that, that luxury. So the better way to think of it, though, is damage control. Mm-hmm. You are going to be in a situation. It's less than ideal. Yes, you must be sitting down at a computer X number of hours, X days a week for X years. I mean, let's just take that as a given. Mm-hmm. We can say all day long, well, it would be better if you got a standing desk and if you reorganized your workday or if you quit your job and joined the forest rangers or whatever, you know, like <laughs> none of that is really constructive because most of us don't have that kind of control over what we're doing in our career, right? So it's damage control. Assume that it's going to suck and then how can we mitigate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ryan, you know, you you spend a lot of your day at your desk computing. What are some of the things that you do to try to make it suck less? Well, the, in the... I, I do, of course, I'm lucky because I can just go over to the mat and mm-hmm. maybe do something if I want to. But but looking at it, like everyone else, and I would think about that, there are times when I can't do that. So what do I do? I try and at least make sure that the chair that I sit on is like working for me, okay? Yeah. Now, a lot of you be surprised to see the chair I actually sit in. I'm going to show you right now. Now, oh my goodness, that's not, you know, that's not, that's not a perfect chair for sitting. Okay, well, it is for me. And the reason why, because it forces me to yeah. sit straight and keep straight back when I work. And mm-hmm. also, it's not comfortable, so it kind of forces me to stand up every once in a while. Just just stand that, up. Yeah, that just goes kind up. of, you know, counter to... Convention too, because now we have all these things. We've got ergonomic chairs yes. and workstations and yes. stuff. But you know what? If you have a twelve hundred dollar Herman Miller Aaron chair, right? Now they're great. I was gonna they're say great. those are awesome. The if it's not adjusted correctly, yes. and if you don't sit in it correctly, it's still it's not worth a damn. Well, and it's the like thing anything, is, right? Yeah, yeah, it's anything. exactly. Yeah, right. You can have a special workstation with wrist gel uh-huh. pads and shit. But if you don't use it correctly, it's not worth a lot. Because here's the thing. When you're working at your desk or something, 
Are you like sitting correctly in your chair with your butt placed all the way back against it and your arms at the right angle? No, you get interested. You go, huh? Mm -hmm. And your neck is like, and your shoulders are like, and that's how you spend the time. You could be in a $2,000 chair and if you're like this, it's not helping you. So you need instead of buying shit you need to instead address the habit, right? Yeah. And your stool is what a twenty dollars stool. To do that. It's not even but it that. forces like, you to sit upright and exactly. stand up and take breaks and stuff. Yeah, and that's and that for me, that's it. And and it's I'm not gonna say especially for me. This sounds this sound horrible. Like I'm like especially for me, but but in my case, you know, I want to be doing my handstands. I want to be doing all my other stuff. And if I'm slumped over and I get these kinks in my neck and everything, it's not yeah. going to help me from my hands to hands. And that means it's not going to help any of you out there because I'm not going to be able to teach this stuff for all of y'all out there. But, yeah. you know, you don't have to have these special things. Um, it's just a matter of paying attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talk about that in our programs, right? You know, what's yep. going on, how you're sitting, uh, what are you doing? Something else, for example – um, you know, I address this with some people, well, my students over here, they would, they would angle themselves when they would type and they would cross uh, their leg, yeah. they would cross a leg and, um, you know, they're having trouble with like their hip or something like that. And I just asked them, you know, how do you sit, blah, blah, blah. And they told me, and I was like, well, you know, let's just work on how you sit. And so little things like that can actually make a big, big impact on what you're doing. Yeah. So- <laughs> You know, if you want ergonomic advice, there's a lot of stuff. If you just use the Google, uh, you can find all kinds of stuff. You don't have to follow all the fancy advice. But in terms of, like, making sure your chair is the right height, making sure you're the right distance from your desk and stuff like that, I mean, it's little things, but it really does help, right? Mm -hmm. I found that if I pull my chair, like, three inches closer to my desk, I don't bend forward. Oh, yeah. Because I don't feel like I have to reach for stuff, right? So that's just me. Like I used to sit back further and I'd always find myself like this. That's dumb. Just move the chair forward, right? So, you know, little things like that make a big difference. But also like habits like, you know, if you tend to turn to the side when you do something, see if you can rearrange some of that stuff. But the bigger thing is the habit. And I don't think we've talked about it on the show before, but people when people ask us, about posture, yeah. What exercises should I do for posture? Well, it's great to have a strong upper back. You know, it's great to have good shoulder mobility. But, but what's more important is that posture is a habit, mm-hmm. and good seated posture is the same way. So you need to you need to set reminders. If you have like a calendar program that you can set automated reminders every like fifteen minutes, every twenty minutes, just like dings, and you know, oh yeah, I have to sit up, right? Yep. If it takes that, that's fine, but use it to build a habit, you know, because that's going to be worth a lot more to you than, than a thousand dollar chair or, uh, they have like these, you know, like thousand dollar monitor stands that you can shift between like sitting and standing heights and stuff. And that's pretty cool, but you don't need it, you know? So, you know, so that's sitting, that's posture that's habit uh so what else do you do right so that's a little bit preventative how do you kind of mitigate some of the stuff you know after you've been sitting for a long time um i (laughs) I don't have it with me i mean it's right over there uh lacrosse ball 
It's like my best friend. And yeah. I just use it all the time, all the time. Um, get on the floor and I do that. Now, some of you out there are going, well, I can't do that during office hours. Well, that's cool. You can do it after you go home yep. or, you know, before you go to work or something like that. Um, it just it doesn't have to be exactly right there. So if I'm done, I'll roll around on the ball and that's fine. And this goes for stretching too. Um, something that Kit Lachlan and I – when we talked, he brought up something that, that I think is wonderful and a lot of people need to hear. Um, you stretch when you can. That's yeah. it. That's it. I mean, that's the big secret. You stretch when you can. If you can't stretch while you're working at your office, it's perfectly fine. You can go home and stretch a little bit. Also, something he said that I thought was great was that you don't stretch hard every single day. You only stretch hard once a week. And the rest of the days are just little checks, you know, just – moving the body and a little bit in and out and that's enough so if this guy kit who's amazing you know and is stretching working with athletes and everybody is saying this then you know if you are working in an office um yeah after your work stretch (coughs) a little bit and you're going to be fine so yeah that for me using the ball and then later stretching is perfectly fine so You know, also something else, uh, at least, you know, with people when I'm working over here, they're coming to get me. Here come the cops. Um, Could you hear that? I hope not. Anyway. Yeah. So people say, you know, I I don't have any time to do anything during the day and I would like to stand up and stretch, but I can't because maybe it looks kind of funny or something like that. My question is, how often do you go to the toilet a day? You probably go a couple times when you're at work, right? So what you could do is when you go into the toilet in your own little private area, you can stretch your arms up a little bit. You can touch your toes or something like that. And you think about it that way. That's a couple times during the day that will give you the opportunity to get up and stretch your body. Uh, Yeah, what is that in yoga? Just – yeah, just mountain mountain pose. Yeah, it's just mountain yeah. pose. So just, just that, just, just giant touch right? the ceiling. That's it. You doesn't know? take any. Doesn't look weird. No, you know, that's it. You don't have to. You don't have to chant alms or anything while you do it. Just it, just stretch out the front of your body. Right. Yeah. Very easy. You know, also, you, know, you can work out your neck. Yeah. Your I mean, jaw. Just, yeah. You know, your wrists. Little things like that. Nobody's gonna look at you funny for that's right. you know. Doing a couple of wrist circles yeah. every hour or so. Uh, little things like that can actually make a really big difference. I, I like to just open and close my hands and uh, kind of release some of the tension in my fingers and hands. makes a really big difference. Mm-hmm. Now, along those lines, too, uh, one lady, she needed to work on her squat, and she just wanted to work on it as much as possible. So we actually had her, when she would go to the toilet, she would work on her squat. So that's another you know, opportunity to work on that. And that's, of course, yep. a little bit different. But just showing you that, you know, use what you you can and the opportunities that you have and work around that. So it, it doesn't need to be difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's while you're at work and stuff. And, you know, just as in anything, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Do what you can right. when you can and so your work situation is your work situation and you may get a chance to do some stuff during the day. You might not get a chance to do very much. But like you were saying, Ryan, you know, when you get home, right, you can stretch some when you get home. Yeah. 
for me, I find that if I stretch a little bit in the morning, and that's not a killer stretch, it's not even 10 minutes. It's like five minutes of very basic maintenance level stretching. Like, uh, again, like Kit's great line about stretching is to interrogate your body. Yes. Well, in the morning, I just kind of like go through a few positions and I'm that's just asking so my body, yes. just asking my body, how far can you go today? Yes. Right? And I get that answer. Right? I know, like, okay, this is how stiff I am today, right? Okay, that's fine. That's all I need to know. After that, once I've just kind of checked, the rest of my day, I feel a lot freer in just moving around. It takes less than five minutes to do that, and that's right? That's a great, great point. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's really good. You know, you can set yourself up in the morning to feel less tension throughout the day, right? Some people, I, some people are like, oh, yeah, I go running every morning. Like you hear these people and they make you sick, right? They're like, oh, every morning I get up at like 4.30 and I, I, I have fresh juice and then I go for a jog and then I do my workout and then like I get a shiatsu massage. You're like, how the hell do you have time and money to do this? Like I know some people listening to this probably do that kind of stuff and it's great if you can. I can't. And the thing is, it's not because I don't get up in the morning. I get up before 6 every day. You know what I hate more than anything in the world? Working out in the morning. Cannot (laughs) fucking stand it. I like working out in the afternoon or evening. I do not like anything that resembles exercise in the a.m. at all. I want to drink my coffee, read my book, whatever, and do a little bit of stretching. But that's it, man. So, you know, but you can still set your day up. It's not like you have to do this whole routine, right? right? You can shake out the tension, right? Stretch out a little bit. And just like spend a couple minutes breathing. That's one thing I do is I spend like you know less than five minutes just kind of meditating every morning too. And that's – again, I'm not chanting alms or anything. I'm just kind of like breathing, right? It's not hard. It doesn't take a lot of time. But the rest of the day goes so much more smoothly. And so you can do this and set the thing up and I don't know. It's, it's just nicer, right? Yeah. All right. I'll share. Since you're sharing your secrets, I'll share mine. <laughs> My big thing in the morning is – uh, again, the lacrosse ball, but I only do it in one place. There's the bottoms of my feet. Yes. And so, so when I'm sitting at the breakfast table, cause again, I, you know, like you up very, very early with the kids, yeah. the whole family's there and I have a ball, um, underneath the table. And so I'm sitting there cause I don't eat breakfast. I'm just drinking my coffee and I'm rolling out the bottom of my feet. Yeah. And so that's all I do to get going in the morning. And then usually course to walk the kids to school but yeah rolling the feet is good because it it. it kind of releases a lot of other stuff up the back of the leg too yeah but yeah that's a really good one uh yeah yeah good and you know same same thing in the evening too just spend a few minutes like relaxing before you go to sleep you'd be amazed how much better you sleep if you you know turn off the computer and tv and you know spend a couple of minutes stretching or breathing it doesn't have to be a long time but it'll help you then sleep better, which helps you wake up better, which helps the next day go even better. So, you know, that's the thing is it's damage control during the day and it's trying to make the rest of your day when you do have a little bit of time, just trying to make it sort of undo some of that damage. So if, you, if you're worried about, well, I, I don't have ideal circumstances. Neither do we. No one does. Uh, you have to make do with what you've got, but, you know, uh, find things that fit. You know, try to mitigate the damage just a little bit at a time, one or two minutes at a time. Fit stuff in when you can. And honestly, you can still make great progress if you consistently do little things. Mm 
right? You don't have to do everything. Just do a few things that are good consistently. All right. I think we're going to end it there. That's really good. Uh, If you do have any other questions, ideas maybe about, uh, you know, in the workplace, some things that, that have helped you and that you think they can help other people, please let us know. And we can share those with the rest of everyone out there. All right. Anything else to add there, Anders? Nope. Nope. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.